This is the 12 match races of Christmas where us, the Triple Clowns, present to you some dream matchups. We are constantly working on original and I think groundbreaking horse racing shows that are informative and also at the end of the day, fun guys. So hit that like, subscribe button and that notification bell. Also follow us on Twitter at Clowns Triple and all of the social media platforms because we are going to bring you new shows. That's right, new shows that include horse racing conspiracies and odd stories, handicapping 101. We're going to do live picks from the track. And of course, our show where we interview great guests and we do some horse racing skits that are a good time. Support us so we can keep going. Trailblazing in the horse racing industry from AJ Ryder, Sarah Marie, and of course, myself, G. Randall Johnson. Happy holidays and let's get it on with the 12 match races of Christmas. All right, so everybody, and this is exciting. This is exciting to us on our 12 match races of Christmas, which mind you, I do want to tell people out there because we already got some stuff about this. We know that the 12 days of Christmas starts on Christmas, but we're giving you this before Christmas. Okay, everybody. But I am excited about our next guest because this is is the first person we're going to have on doing this that hasn't been on the show before. And this is somebody we've always wanted on the show. Mm Mm-hmm. Everybody knows him. We've watched for years. Watched him for years, and everybody knows him out there because I will say he is one of the two, and we've had the other one Mm -hmm. on the show that I will call him the TV OG. (laughs) There you go. And I think that would be an apt way of putting it, I I believe. And that is the one, the only Matt Carruthers. Matt, thank you so much for coming on the show, and welcome, and nice meeting you. Nice meeting you guys as well. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I know Todd's done your show several times. I, I saw that Joyce was on it about six weeks ago. Um, yeah, I mean, you guys, racing is about, it, it's a serious game. It's about gambling. It's about making money. But once you've done the work the night before, the morning of, you might as well have fun while you're betting, right, or talking about it. And so I know that's what you guys do. So I'm all about, um, you know, hopefully making some money when, 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 you're, when the, the gambling takes place. But Having a good time. Don't take yourself too seriously. I mean, you have bad beats. You're upset for five minutes. Move on. There's always that next race, right? Absolutely, Matt. We appreciate that. Thank you. And we appreciate you coming on. And this is an honor to have you on here. And uh, we're going to get right into it because we put out the matchup of John Henry, Matt Carruthers' favorite horse of all time, John Henry, against the one, the only. The people's horse. The people's champion. If you smell what Matt is cooking. The people's champion, John Henry. Um, AJ, I know you like that one a little bit. All right. Against I could have done with that. the one and only triple crown winner, affirmed. Let's go to the tail of the tape. And in the blue corner. Hailing from Paris, Kentucky, with an incredible record of 83 starts, 39 wins, 15 seconds, and 9 thirds. His major wins include the Round Table Handicap, Hialeah Turf Cup Handicap, San Gabriel Handicap, three-time Oak Tree Turf Champion, 
Hollywood Invitational Handicap, three times, two-time winner of the San Luis Ray Handicap, two-time winner of the San Anita Handicap, two-time winner of the Arlington Million, the Jockey Gold Cup, Turf Classic Invitational, the Sunset Handicap. He was your United States Horse of the Year in 1981 and 1984, John Henry. And in the red corner, hailing from Florida with an impressive record of 29 starts, 22 wins, 5 seconds, and 3 thirds. His major wins include the Youthful Stakes, Hollywood Juvenile Championship, Sanford Stakes, Hopeful Stakes, Futurity Stakes, Laurel Futurity Stakes, San Felipe Stakes, San Anita Derby, Hollywood Derby, Jim Dandy Stakes, Shrub Stakes, San Anita Handicap, California Stakes, Hollywood Gold Cut, Woodward Stakes, Jockey Gold Club, and your 1978 Triple Crown winner. Also, the Eclipse Award winning horse from 1978, 77, and 79. This is Affirmed. Okay, Ajax, for the rules for Matt. All right. Well, our contest consists of three rounds. The first round, each contestant in our show will have an opportunity to present their opening argument. Each opening argument will be limited to one minute only. The second round is a Q&A with the judges. Each judges will get an opportunity to ask each contestant as many questions about each horse as they'd like. There is no time limit on this round. The final round consists of a free-for-all battle royale lasting one minute, 30 seconds, where each contestant goes back and forth presenting their argument, and, well, we'll just see what happens then. So, And at, and at the end of the three rounds, the remaining two judges will then confer and decide our winner. Matt? Here's the deal, and here's your – the hardest thing you're going to have to come up with today, other than trying to argue with us because that's not going to be hard, is you have to pick <laughs> one of the clowns to go against. Obviously, you right, have AJ okay. Ryder over that corner. You have me and Sarah over here. You have to pick one okay. of the clowns to go against. Who do you want? Wow. Who do I want to go against here? Um, this, is a, this, is a, this is a tough one. I, I think I'm going to go – I'm going to go Randy. Oh, all right. Oh. I'm going to go Randy. Right. I got to get ready. Matt Carruthers just picked me. I'm going to go Randy. I got to get up there and do that. All right. All right. I feel like I know you better, Sarah, because you're the one who reached out to me for this. So now I need to know Randy a little bit better, kind of even right. things out. <laughs> I saved my butt there, didn't I? All right. So, okay. So, uh, Matt, would you like to go first for the open air argument, or would you like me to go first? Uh, I'll go first. Wow. Oh, first How does it first? All right. All Interesting right. strategy, Cotton. Let's see how it works out. Oh, this yeah. this right. sucks because I have to rebut what he said. Yes, Usually you do. I just had something planned. But, uh, okay. All right, I'm let's gonna, start round one. AJ, you want to hit the clock for us? All right, Matt. Your time begins right now. All right, first off, how about, how about John Henry's lifetime past performances? I have his lifetime past performances. When he retired in 1984, he was horse of the year at the age of nine. Jay Hubby, the great Jay Hubby, wrote an article. My mom's had it framed for me wherever I've lived since 1984. This has been with me. That's, that's the kind of fan I'm of John Henry. Horse of the year three times. His big years were, were his five and six year old campaigns where he was 16 for 22. He won eight grade ones, really nine grade ones, right? The Arlington Million wasn't a grade one yet, but it was the first million dollar event. By the way, he won that race twice. He was second in it once. He was probably a better grass horse than dirt horse, but much more versatile than affirmed. He had speed in the beginning of his career. He could close in the latter part of his career. He still won the big cap twice in sub two minutes. I think 59 and one, uh, 59 and two, 59 flat. Some of the all-time great riders rode him. McCarran, 
Shoemaker, McCarg, um, Pinkai, Cordero. Uh, you know, he was a, he's a great story too. Sold for $25,000 to Sam Rubin in 1978, May of 78. He wasn't very good. He was running at Jefferson Downs, a track that I used to go to outside of New Orleans. And all of a sudden, he became the best horse in the country, a three-time Eclipse Award winner, um, and, and the most popular Dang. horse of all time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you didn't say that? <laughs> Out loud? Hold okay, it, let it. me go. Okay. Keep that in. All right, AJ. All right, Randy. He's Your time begins now. First off, most uh, famous horse of all time. I, I think there's a horse named Secretary that would argue with you about that. Number yeah. one. Um, yes, he was. Okay, he was more versatile because he had to be because he couldn't hang with a firm. We're talking about horses that were born 15 days apart. So this isn't that far off of what we usually do. We have a triple crown winner with this. John Henry didn't do that. Yeah, we can say he peaked at a later Everyone time. Everyone won a triple crown then. Everyone won a triple crown then. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, but listen, he ran till he was four years old, had 16, what, 15 grade one wins, oh, 14, I'm sorry, grade one wins to John Henry's 16. He raced till he was four. John Henry raced till he was 47, I'm pretty sure. And it took him, what, I think it was, I don't know, 53 more starts to get two more grade wins? Grade one wins? Come on, that is crazy. If you, uh, uh, Matt, I don't know if you're a football fan or not, but I'll put this out there. This is like Barry Sanders or Emmett Smith. Who do you think is a better running back? And guess what everybody's going to say? You have a compiler against a stud, and that's what it's going to be. And that's John Henry. John Henry is a very nice horse. I mean, if this is turf, very I don't nice even horse. know if it'd be different. I'm going to say that. I don't even know if it'd be different on turf. I'm going to throw a firm on turf, a firm on Alidar. I mean, let's sit, just face it. I Time. mean, we have one comp. Oh. No, you finish your sentence. You finish your sentence. Right, one common opponent, uh, Darby, Clark, uh, Darby Check Road. Creek Road. He beat John, John Henry, right? A firm beat him by 13. <laughs> just so. I think it's Darby Creek Road, I think. Is it Creed? Creek. Yeah, I, wrote I, down, I think it's like Cheek Road. Yeah, I, wrote <laughs> I think it's Darby Creek Road. All right. <laughs> I'm not that smart. Woo. Right? <laughs> I feel like you stop breathing when you get going. Like, I'm almost worried after the minute. I had to, I had to bring out. something to Matt. I knew, like, this is something I knew if he picked me, I had to bring it. I had to bring the heat here. All right, so what happens now? So next round is these guys ask us questions. Oh, okay. All right, yes, yes. Round two is a quick okay. examination from both AJ and I. AJ, would you like to get started? Yeah, I, I wanted to check a couple of facts there on that on the the Darby Creek Road. I just wanted to <laughs> double check because Randy Randy's notorious for throwing out things I don't even know if it's true. true. <laughs> All right, so I guess um, a big common or a big difference between these two is obviously like Randy alluded to. Uh, affirmed ran till he's four, John Henry all the way till he's nine. Now this is a match race at a mile and a quarter between the two are you about what period of time would you pull like john henry's peak performance to battle against you know what is probably like the triple crown run for affirmed well that's the beauty of john henry i mean he he won his last i think it's his let me see i have my lifetime pps here <laughs> he, he won his he won his last four starts he won six of his last seven at the age of nine that's what was worth the year but he was better at five and six you know, as, as I mentioned, he was 16 for 22 in those two years. And they were all graded one races. They were turf. They were dirt. They were a mile and a half. They were a mile and a quarter. Um, you know, and he's, as I mentioned before, 
he's he's a horse that it was a speed horse early and then he lost his gate speed and became kind of an off the pace type. And that's why in a match race, I'll tell you this, why he has the edge, a firm's more one-dimensional. You know, if, if a firm wants to go to the lead in the match race, John Henry has the ability to sit off. If a firm doesn't want to do that, uh, John Henry can go to the lead. And I don't think a firm has the ability to rate. He's more of a one-dimensional type. I think it helps John Henry in a match race because he can do either. A firm can only do one. Interesting point. Yeah, that is an interesting Sarah? point. All right. Um, so, as you as Matt has mentioned, that he, it would have been what, two, two grade ones, the Arlington, because he won the Arlington Million what, twice, I believe. Twice, second once. Yep. Oh, that's correct. Um, do you feel? I will go to Randy with this question. I mean, you look at the the past races of affirmed. 14 to nine, do you think that, that that really says something for that period of time? Like you said, they're both running at the same time frame. Like these aren't our other match races where the t horses are from two different genres. Or right, genres I, I feel like you're leaving me with a softball here, whereas Affirmed won all these in like two years. All these races in two years. Well, he Thanks. has a two-year-old too. He oh, yeah, he did. He did. He was a Clips Award winner. As a two-year-old, um, well, we lost to Aladar when he was two. So. Yeah, but he won the Eclipse, I believe, for two-year-old of the year. I think. Yeah, I think he did. Um, I probably should have that written down, but I believe he did. I think he is a hold on. Uh, yeah, yes. he was. Did he win two-year-old colt? Uh, yeah, he was a two-year-old colt American champion. Yep. Um, so he did win that as a two-year-old. But I think, yeah, well, yes, I think you've proven my point even more. Where I just said it, I, I think what you're saying is it took John Henry longer. And listen, I'm giving all the credit in the world to John Henry. Like I said, I think it's a Cal Ripken Jr. thing. Let's all put sports on here. And uh, I think he was a compiler and I think he was great. And I did think he peaked at a certain time, but I think if you're asking me, <clears throat> sorry, his, um, his effectiveness for a short period of time compared to affirms, mm -hmm. no way. No, I know, but it also, I mean, the, the story means something, doesn't it? I mean, they wrote, there's movies about John Henry. It's one of your favorites, probably. John Henry, a steel-driving racehorse. Yeah. Came out in 2010. We've all seen it, I'm sure. It was a blockbuster. Um, there's no <laughs> movies about Affirmed. Affirmed, wow, he was bred by Harborview Farm. They owned him. He's this royally bred racehorse by exclusive native. Oh, oh hold on that one second. We're, we're going to get into Barrera, this. Who's a Hall of Famer. John Henry's meat and potatoes. He's blue collar. He came from Jefferson Downs. To go from the bottom to the top, he was like, he was like Michael J. Fox in The Secret of My Success. I mean, it was, it's, which my uncle wrote, by the way, A.J. Carruthers. Um, A.J. Carruthers? It's actually true. Oh, wow. So Affirmed had everything, the pedigree, the connections, the notoriety. He was like born in it. He was like, you know, Prince Philip or something. You know, and John Henry was this, was this nothing who came from like poverty, basically, in the inner city. And all of a sudden he became, you know, rich and famous. The story is so much greater with John Henry. That's why he was much more of a fan favorite than Affirmed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys have another question? Because I know Matt wants to go back and forth right AJ, now. do you? <laughs> I mean, I have some questions, but I feel like we almost need to just go to round three. Well, we should, we should finish the round. Maybe one more piece. Okay. All right. Um, so, Matt, as you had mentioned uh, with John Henry that, you know, he did train um, on the East Coast, and when the turf season was over there, they shipped him to the West Coast under a new trainer. And uh, also – he had a bunch of really high-rated jockeys on him. Now, I know yes. 
Affirmed had a couple. Um, well, Affirmed had to fire their writer, uh, Cawthon, because he was so yeah. bad in the winter of 1980. They had to yeah. get rid of their writer. I mean, if you have a great horse, you have to really have to get rid of your rider. Do you want the want the triple crown on you? You have to fire. That I, I think I really, think Matt just proved really, my point right there with so many different riders on John Henry. Matt, well, because he traveled why do you have so many riders? He traveled a lot. He, I mean, Cordero rode him in, at the Meadowlands. Um, yeah, he, other riders had had certain commitments, but he rode with certain riders for a long time. You mentioned when you raced eighty three times. I mean, McCarr rode him for a long time. Shoemaker rode him a lot. McCarran wrote him a lot. I mean, Affirm literally, they'd have, they fired Steve Cawthon because they were losing. They lost three in a row in the winter of 1980, and they turned to Lafitte Pinkai, who, in my opinion, is the greatest rider of all time. But most horses that are great, tell me another horse where the jockey was fired. That wasn't the case with John Henry. They weren't firing riders um, when, when there were changes that were being made. Um, so, I, you know, I think there's, there's definitely something to that. What do you think? Uh, no, I kind of just said that, but yeah. that was kind of my thing, and, I, and, and which I think Matt had a good point about, so I'll agree with that. I just wanted to bring that up of uh, Lafitte did ride them both, and I wonder what he thinks about this. And he, you know, when John Henry went to the West Coast, because he, he was bought by Sam Rubin, and they mm -hmm. gelded him. That was his problem. He was a mean son of a bitch. So he, when he, early on in his career, he was beyond mean. He wasn't the nicest horse in the world, even when he got gelded. He was really smart, small in stature, but once they gelded him, boom. That's when he got great. And for Mr. Rubin, I mean, he raced 66 times, won 33 races, 16 seconds. Um, he was number one in earnings. He set three course records on grass. And I do think it's something that, to look at back then. The fact that we're talking a mile and a quarter on dirt, and he did win the big cat twice. But for a horse to be that great on both surfaces, and we're talking dirt, and he was better on turf. I mean, he's obviously the superior racehorse. Okay. And my final question, so... Matt's mom had uh, John Henry's PPs uh, framed. What, what did your mom have framed? <laughs> uh, I have vertical threat. Uh, I framed that. Yeah, okay. No, oh, no, <laughs> no, my mom has actually tried to frame it. Pimlico a couple years ago, right? Wasn't it off track? I was there for Preakness Week, and I think vertical threat looked really good. Is that Asmussen? No, no. Vertical threat was in, uh, he did the Pat Day Mile. You He's might be taking the wrong one. He's the three-year-old sprinter. He just won in Ohio. Oh, okay. He's hurt actually yeah, right know. now. He was going to go to the Malibu, him and Nashville, are the same uh, top buyers in the. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. That's okay. that's the guy. We have interest in him with my race. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. He's a good guy. He's a he's a he's a mean little guy too. Um, that is all my questions. AJ, okay. did you have anything else? Uh, just each each of your thoughts on the competition each one of your horses faced during their times. Oh well. Go, go well, ahead. obviously, I mean, this is this is going to be a, a question for me that obviously he hasn't faced, you know, seven years of, of running like the other horse. Well, not seven, but five more years of running. So they're going to be more competition. But I mean, I don't think there's an alley dog in John Henry's. Um, I don't believe there is in John Henry's uh, rivalry. Well, there's a Seattle Slough with a firm, but of course he lost to Seattle Slough. So, did, I mean, did, that's, that, that, you know. You had that for you. You lost to a better horse. Yep. Yep. I don't like to bring that up. Okay. Thanks, Matt. Uh <laughs> I mean, hey, John Henry didn't duck anyone. He, he, he went to the Arlington Million. He, he went to the Meadowlands Cup. He ran in New York. He ran on dirt and turf. He ran against Exceller, who was one of, of the all-time great horses for Charlie Whittingham. He ran against a great racehorse, look him up, named Tiller. Um, I remember, it, 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 I think it was the Hollywood Turf Cup. 
Flying Paster, the horse who was the big three-year-old the year on the West Coast, the year spectacular bid was the big three-year-old on the East Coast. He was a great racehorse. Don Pierce rode him. He was favored against John Henry on grass. John Henry crushed him. Uh, horses like Bold Tropic, uh, King Gogo, Relaunch. These are some. These are some great horses that he was facing. These, these are. This is back when grade ones for both the firm and John Henry. Back when grade ones were all legitimate grade ones. Now we have grade ones that aren't legitimate grade ones many times. Back then, if it was a grade one, it was legitimate. And there was probably going to be some great horses you're going to have to beat to win that grade one. Yeah, um, and uh, I believe Spectacular Bid was a good one that affirmed one. Being we have to one. strike that from the record. You already had your chance to answer. <laughs> oh, oh, here we go. I did not to throw that in there. Is so. This is so sick. Uh, for judges, for our judges, that needs to be stricken from the record. Okay. <laughs> Noted. And... <laughs> All right. I feel like I forgot about <laughs> now is the time. I know I set you up for it too. I know. For God's sake. I, 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 <laughs> I was like, I don't think he's mentioned this at all. Why is he? Why is this not? He's actually the best horse I've ever seen in person. Spectacular bit. I saw him the winter of 1980 there in Southern California. So best it's mad if you saw John Henry in person. That's good. I, I have seen John Henry. See, that means spectacular bit is better. <laughs> But the, but the bait is affirmed. Oh, my gosh. All right. <laughs> the bait isn't spectacular bid. Spectacular bid was better than both. All right, let's go. Let's go to the last round. Yes, let's move on. That was the longest question round we've ever had. Three. This is the Battle Royale. You guys have a minute 30 total to just go against each other. Okay, Matt, you want to start? Go ahead. All right, All right ready? All right. Ding, ding. All right, John Henry bought people to the racetrack. There's only a couple other horses who've ever done that. Zinata and Seabiscuit. People showed up. They love John Henry. I was there. I saw it. Throngs of people. They love this racehorse. They loved his story. They love where he came from. They love the fact that unlike this royalty, horses like Affirmed, um, they, they had to earn their place. They really had to you know, start out at the bottom and work their way to the top. They were mean. They were Okay, man, but this is a match race. They man, this is a match race. Dude. We're not talking about tickets sold. We're talking about a match race right now. Right, and his tenacity and his ability to win to win photos. Um, I know he beat Aladar Firm by a nose in the Belmont, but again, everyone was winning the Triple Crown then. Secretariat seventy three, Seattle Salute seventy six. Spectacular bid would have won it in seventy um, in in seventy eight uh, had he not stepped on a pin the night before, or seventy nine. Excuse me, Firm was seventy eight. Um, and Ron Franklin gave him a terrible ride. We would have had like four Triple Crown winners in like six years. Um, I, I think John Henry would have intimidated him during the race. He would have gotten the lead. If a firm wanted to range up to him, I think those two would have been side by side. I'll go with the horse with the bigger heart, John Henry. Okay, but I'm going to – okay, so the only thing I have to say about this, and my only part of my argument about that will be that I think if we could ask a horse and he could talk, if he was Mr. Ed. John Henry was that smart. He almost could talk. I mean, he was a brilliant <laughs> horse. Oh, Matt's getting Very ridiculous smart. here. Um, but no, um, um, no, but I would say, if you can ask Alidar, how much heart affirmed had. Like, I mean, we talk about this in versatility and everything like this. I think Alidar would be able to say, this horse, you want to pull up on the side of him, does affirmed really back down to John Henry? Little John Henry? And I love the fact that John Henry's little. Little John Henry, you think? John Henry more heart than Alidar, though, for sure. For sure, and there was nobody else. Okay. Those horses, there was it was two horses, and a firm was this much better than Aladar, and John Henry was this much better than Aladar. So I mean, I, you know, I I don't know what the margin would have been. I don't know what the margin would have been, but John Henry would have would have worn him down. And then John Henry would have said, "Let's do it again on grass, big shot. Let's see what you can do on turf. Let's let's go. Let's 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 ship around." 
All right. Is that time? That must be time. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That was great. All right, so now you guys need to deliberate. You tell us if anybody changed your mind and what it is. And then, Matt, we go to back and forth how much we like the other horse and what we talked about. That was oh, fun. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's, the good, that's the good part about it. Totally equal out the whole thing. Um, wow. This was tough, I think. I think. I think, uh, Matt, you, you had a lot of really solid points. And like you said, John Henry was the people's horse. John Henry fought, brought the people to the track. A fern was more of a. If they had that box populi thing. He would have. He would have won it back then. I got that right behind me. That's a picture. <laughs> right there. Yes. Yes, we do. Uh, it's actually real. I do. Yeah. Uh, um, and a fern had quite the career, but yeah, you're right. We're talking about four years versus nine years. So John Henry has a lot more under his his saddle here, as far as career wise. A fern had a lot of really great races. You brought up a lot of really good points. Um, almost kind of skipped a point there, which was, I think, a really solid point in regards to spectacular bid. Yeah, that's stricken that. from the record. Doesn't count. Remember? That's true. <laughs> Can't be taken into consideration. It. Jerry heard it. It doesn't matter. Jerry heard it. In my research, I feel like there's another point um, I probably would have brought up in my own argument, but irregardless, I would have brought up a firm's race in the Jim Dandy Stakes. I didn't have that much time. Um, oh, okay. Oh, for, for, for Randy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For Randy. Yeah. Yeah. No, not Jen, John Henry. So I feel like, you know, I kind of came into this, this is our, Matt, this is our like golden uh, measurement here. Oh, but here we go with the measurement stick. <laughs> well, I came in with kind you of, you use oh, it too. I know you use it. I steal my thing. AJ, we all use it, this, but this is like the triple clown official measurement. Cause it's, it's well thought out. It's um, just our hands. Yeah. <laughs> really scientific. Uh, you know, I kind of came, came in into this bias. thinking after my research affirmed, I was a little bit more leaning heavily on affirmed than John Henry. But of course, this is all just based off of what you two brought to the table. This isn't based off of our notes. I'm kind of leaning John Henry. It's funny you, you said that. I major in political science and I thought I'd be a lawyer. Can you tell? <laughs> that's what I'd be doing if I wasn't doing this. I, I think... Um... I'd be on trial, Matt, so that's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, Sarah, you said this was close. I don't think it was close at all. Um, I oh, think every go. great point go. Randy had, Matt found a way to either debunk or make <laughs> you just completely forget about it. I love the versatility <laughs> thing that he brought up with John Henry. And the fact that, you know, I brought up competition and your complete lack of, like, I don't know who he beat. Apparently he beat only Aladar. I didn't say all so, I didn't know who he beat. So, well, <laughs> you only brought up one horse, and, and Matt made a very compelling case for the the, the talent he went against um, even late in his career. So I, 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 think, I thought Matt crushed this. I thought you missed a lot of things, and I think Matt won by a mile. Oh, here we go. See, this is what I deal with. All right. Okay, so obviously, we'll see what the comments have Thanks, to say below, guys. everybody. Yeah, uh, you yeah. Be let nice us know in the comments below. Uh, who you these think guys are win, just but... crazy. But um, no, but that was great. But before we go, Matt, we do like to talk about it. I, I do think that, that was fantastic, first of all. I love John Henry. Hard not to like him. The more I researched him, I wasn't – I feel like California loves him a lot more than growing up in the East. Um, affirmed, I feel like – yeah, that's where it became a, I mean, and a little anecdotal story. Um, you know, my dad, my dad's father was a horse player. My dad was a horse player. My dad was one of the biggest pick six players in the country back in the eighties. So we used to, we lived in West LA and I remember those Saturday and Sunday, me and dad would go to the racetrack and it was so exciting. I was like a nine, 10 year old kid going to the racetrack with my dad and that 
drive felt like. Remember those drives when you were a kid? They weren't even that long, but they felt like they were. felt like ever. Day. It's like you, the anticipation of, of getting there. And John Henry, I think he, had, he raced a couple of times in the West Coast. And then he went, he went to Hialeah, and he won the Hialeah Turf Cup. And my dad back then, he would book my action. I mean, he's not going to go to the window and say, you know, two to win on whatever. But I was reading the form at a young age. Mm -hmm. And so I loved John Henry, the San Luis Ray. And it was kind of his coming out party on the West Coast. So we're about, this, we're about the same age, me and John Henry, I think. It's kind of bizarre. Um, he's, yeah, he, no, he, yeah, he was, uh, um, yeah, I was, I was born in, I was born in 69. And he was, well, he's a little younger than I am. He was a five-year-old. He's more my age. So he's six years, he's, he, if he was alive, he'd be 45. So I had my dad book, I liked him the San Luis Ray, and he was seven to one. <laughs> and he went wire to wire with Daryl McCarg. So I cashed on John Henry as an 11-year-old kid at Santa Anita um, with a win bet. Um, and I started getting better at it. And so my dad started like, maybe I should make a bet here. I was betting 10 to win, 20 to win. You know, you get a 20 to one shot that, that wins and you have 10 to win on it. Uh, you kind of stop booking the, uh, the action. But that's kind of where I fell in love with him. I bet him with McCarg and he went wire to wire. So I kind of felt like, he became this great horse, and I kind of knew something about him right away. I, when I was 11 years old, I bet him before everyone else knew how good he was. So for, for that standpoint, then I saw him in person a bunch of times. Um, but in terms of a firm, yeah, I mean, he was, he was unbelievable. I actually saw they brought him back to Hollywood Park after he retired, and I was there that day when they just kind of like go on the racetrack, and Pinkai was aboard, and they kind of wave, and it was a little tribute uh, to a firm. But, um, you know, he was – he was a truly great racehorse, and um, I, I appreciate you giving me the win here with John Henry, but really a mile and a quarter. <laughs> I'm yeah, dirt. No kidding. Dirt. We're ba uh, it's based off the arguments, man. I, know, I mean, I know. Your, your, your ability yeah, to, to totally discredit know. winning a triple crown. Was I feel like you <laughs> missed you missed so easy two, back then. Like, really it wasn't back. that big of a deal back in the 70s. <laughs> yeah. There we go. There we go. When Matt tried to, to bury you with... They want you on the show again, Matt. Know, this is what it is. This is all it is. No, but... They're trying to like, swap you too. See, but now, see, I'm going to do what Randy always does to AJ. Well, why didn't you say this? Why didn't you say it? It's hard because it's time because you missed a, a pretty good rebuttal when Matt said, oh. I'm going against Matt Carruthers. Do you hear him talk about you, things? You let him, you let him okay, disregard the fact he's a triple crown winner. Like, you let him disregard that. That, that you know, is terrible. You want to know I'm why? Triple crown winner? And the jo jockey club. Oh, yeah, he club. just brushed it off. Hold on, hold on. In the Jockey Club Gold Cup, he lost to Seattle Slew because his saddle had slipped. Huge thing. Huge point. Well, after somebody says everybody the won the time. Triple Crown back then, like it was like they handed it out. Still, still you throw that out there. The Jim Dandy stakes, I mean, that was like my big, big bolt. Wow. If you were going to pick me, the Jim Dandy stakes was like my like gun in the barrel because... Bullet. Oh yeah, no. I just shoot guns. Obviously, I'm that kind of. I'm that. There's a arm. big gun shooter. Watch that holster, race. It is the most. Like it is a such an impressive race. I mean, the, is that what I would say? Watch this race. No, no, no. Sensitive Prince was ahead in that race by 12 lengths. It looked like a firm and, had no shot well, in hell. The thing I would have said if I if I was you was I think after they they got rid of Cawthon because I mean Cawthon couldn't win a race. I mean. He was just Yeah, he fizzled awful. out. And, but it, I'll give him credit. He went to England and rode for the Queen and became a great rider in Europe. So I'll, I'll give Cawthon credit. He's, it was, I mean, he was like a 19-year-old kid when he was riding yeah. a front. I think the pressure got to him. But I believe they switched back to Pinkai, and they went 10 for 10 to end his career. Yeah. That's a point you probably should have brought up.
Yeah, yeah. Thanks, guys. Too. I'm glad everybody can tell me how I suck. Thank you, everybody. I'm going to go and uh, drink right now. What time is it? Uh, <laughs> so that was it. I got it handed to me again. I feel like these judges are slighted. I know AJ hates me. I'm starting to feel Sarah hates me even more than I thought. But Matt Carruthers did a great job, obviously. And this is, we always put ourselves behind the eight ball because they're just plain old smarter than us. And let's face it, Matt, um, this is an honor to go against you with this. And hopefully we have you on our My show pleasure. and we can talk and tell stories and we do a lot of funny things. Uh, and hopefully we get you on again. Um, but happy holidays, Matt, um, uh, to you and your family. And we'll, we'll see you soon, obviously, we'll on, you on, on, TV. on TV. And we might see you at the track as well because we are around it now. Okay. Um, okay. When, when we can go. go. Back. Um, but yeah, so thank you so much, Matt. Uh, that was fun. That, was, that fun. was fun. AJ, thanks. Nice meeting you. Randy, nice chatting with you. Sarah, nice meeting you after our conversation via text. Yeah. It was fun. Um, I, I love talking about some of the great horses uh, of, uh, of all time. And um, you have my number. So any, any, anytime, uh, anytime you need me, I'm available. Right. Awesome. Sounds good. We'll call you right in the middle of one of your TVG uh, programs, and we hope you're going to be on. Uh, but no, anyway, Matt, thank you so much. It was a great time. Thanks for taking the time out to join yep. us, and happy, happy holidays. holidays. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Matt, nice to meet you. Triple Clowns is a production of the team at Big Umbrella. Rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. Send us your questions at clowns at gmail.com and you may be featured on a future episode. Follow us on social media at Clowns Triple on Twitter and Instagram and follow me, AJ Ryder, at Troy McLean WWE on Twitter. Like and subscribe to our show on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. All right, guys, for AJ Ryder, I'm out of here. See you later, everybody.